This Connect podcast series is brought to you by Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome. I'm Karen Cole, Editor-in-Chief of Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome to everybody that's joined us today. We are joined by Natalie and Lisa from um, Your Health Collective, and we are really glad to have you here for episode two and, and really looking at this feminine advantage. Welcome, Natalie and Lisa. Thank Hello. you. Hello. Fantastic. So, Episode two, we've really entitled this Being a Woman is a Gift. We have an untapped potential. What does that mean exactly? And, you know, sometimes we don't really see womanhood as being a gift. It's not really something we've been conditioned to believe. No, definitely not. And I have to say, this is probably one of my favourite parts to talk about because our whole mission at Own Your Health Collective is helping women to use their female physiology to elevate their highest potential. And that's part of the reason why I went into business for myself as well um, all those years ago is because I wanted to nurture my potential and help other women reach theirs too. But we do have an untapped potential, and that's really the whole basis of the female advantage, that we can use our cycles to our advantage to go after those personal goals, those professional goals, and, you know, do those things that we want to do that perhaps we've been scared or, you know, intimidated or, um, you know, had, didn't have that belief in ourselves. But, you know, essentially for generations upon generations, you know, we've spent our livelihood masking our monthly cycles you know we've been so conditioned as a society to hide them away or feel judged or ashamed um, or embarrassed because we have periods and we really want to change that conversation and as we mentioned in that first episode there's a real opportunity here to come back into our bodies and, you know, reset ourselves each month and set new intentions and work with our body and what our body needs, but also not overexerting ourselves, you know, not always doing things that we feel we should be doing. I always love the term shoulding all over ourselves, um, but going after what we want to do and our cycles is the perfect way to, to start that process. So just in that, I think, Two things, you know, you were saying we've been conditioned. Why do you feel that suddenly we're able to talk about this? Because, you know, what has what has released women to the point where we can have a podcast recording about our cycles when it is something we, we are used to hiding? Gee, that's a powerful question. Um, I think that um, there's been a real movement, obviously, uh, for women to, you know, start, um, you know, doing more and, and, and knowing um, that they can do more and proving that they can do more and be at different levels of business and, you know, across the whole uh, whole thing, the whole sphere of that. And we've normalised a lot of conversations, haven't we, around, you know, things like paternity leave, maternity leave, um, LGBTIQ, like there's so much that is just on the table now for discussion. And um, women are no longer, um, they don't really want to suffer in silence anymore. There's that confidence around 
speaking out and I think you know with more women speaking out that more that normalize the conversation whether it just be amongst your family your girlfriends the media you know um, famous people coming out and speaking out they're just creating breaking down those barriers for women to be able to start talking about it so it's more accepted um, it's probably one of those last taboos I think that um, um, has been sort of sitting in the in the in the backstage for a long time and yeah there's a real confidence now in, in actually feeling like people can come out and and not be shamed for feeling you know talking about the way they do i mean you look at mental health it's such a powerful thing these days for you know everyone's coming out talking about it and rightly so because we should be sharing about how we feel and the same goes with you know the, the period story around sharing though sharing that as well so yeah, that's my thoughts on it email. I was just going to add, you know, there's a lot of research out in, mm. in the world as well that actually highlights that when women flourish in life and, and in work and in businesses, that actually the whole community, the economy, um, other families, yeah. they thrive. And, you know, there's, there's significant research out there really proving that. So, you know, it's, it's that time now where we have to really help women understand themselves and look at, at them as a gateway to improving communities and the economy and businesses and, and livelihoods as well. Absolutely, I think that is really important. But so how do we how do we start using this? I suppose, you know, my, my mind goes to, you know, how do we manage this at work? So, you know, am I explicit about my cycle? Am I do I tell my boss today I'm, you know, I'm in this phase and I'm I'm a little bit tired and I don't feel like performing? Or, you know, how how should this be accommodated and, and what is this gift? How do we use it to our advantage, you know, especially in a work context? Yeah, it's funny because that, that is a question that comes up a lot. Mm. You know, I don't want to share when I'm, you know, when I have my period or I don't want to disclose this information. And we always say that it's not about, you know, telling every single person in the company that, you know, this is the phase of your cycle that you're in. It starts with that initial self-awareness for the woman herself and understanding her boundaries dependent on the phase that she's in, you know, and one of the key things that I learned very early on was that that communication element. You know, there's times of our phase where our communication and our um, our desire to connect with other people is really high. So they're the moments that perhaps we book in those key meetings. You know, we have those tough conversations with our boss or ask for a pay rise. Um, and just knowing that information helps us to manage our time and do the work within our boundaries as well. And I'm a big believer that, you know, through doing and performing as at our best, that we're also um, demonstrating that to other people as well. So we don't have to actually talk about it or, or bring it up. Um, we can if we're comfortable to, to an extent, but it's about, for me, really just doing and showing people how we perform and then seeing people, seeing us do that. I think that's that's really powerful. Did you want to add something? Yeah, I was just thinking, um, you know, we talk about um, different phases of the cycle and, you know, in a work environment, sure, it's not going to be, um, you know, you're not going to be able to tick all the boxes through those different phases. But I think um, where you can, and this is where um, you're more in tune with those phases and, and where you are in the cycle, that you can make the best um, decision for that day on how you're actually going to take the day out. And that could be that, um, you know, you might, um, 
you might not just decide to push through five things on your task list. Um, rather, you might just do two or three of them. You know, it's not everything is going to be due tomorrow. Um, and definitely look to develop some good relationships with your manager, be they female or male. And, you know, remember that most males have a female in their life that are going through the same thing. And often they don't know how to approach it. And maybe it could be around talking to your diversity inclusion area or your HR people um, around what kind of policies are in place. And it could be around actually, you know, looking to implement something within the workplace that not just, um, you know, um, provides an advantage for yourself, but also for the other women there. Because you can bet your bottom dollar that the other there's a whole lot of other women around you suffering the same symptoms um, thoughts and you know there are actually companies in the world that are now um, implementing menstruation policies so and it's not you know you're not sick it's just part of who you are in being a woman it's it's just part of how you feel that day and so a menstruation policy is different to a sick leave policy and that's a really big difference that we need to understand in the workplace Fantastic. So I actually have two questions and I'm going to ask the first uh, is really around, you know, can you give us an example of, of which companies are implementing these policies and kind of what that looks like? Um, and then I'll go into my second question. Yes, I've gone blank. Um, the companies are... Um, Vodafone. Vodafone, thank you. And there's also the trust. Was it the... Um, the Women's Trust? No. I'm just trying. I know there's a second one. It'll come to me, Karen. No problem. But while you're thinking about that, tell us a little bit about Vodafone's policy, if you've seen it, because I think that's quite a phenomenal angle that they've taken. So they um, their policy is around um, they have something like um, a number of days per year that you can, um, you know, be absent from work, for instance, that doesn't affect other leave. They can... Um, Companies are also looking to put in, you know, small fans for women that, you know, or, or, or a work room where they can take themselves off and actually have a bit of time if they're having a hot flush or or whatever it might, or, you know, or if they're, you know, the um, symptoms are affecting them on that day. Um, so they can actually take themselves off. They can work remotely from home, which obviously we're all doing a lot of at the moment, but in a normal working environment that would, um, that would be another reason. And... Um, the other reason, the other thing is around that conversation with their manager and normalising the conversation as well as part of the policy, opening up the conversation within the workplace for to, to normalise it. Normalise. That's fantastic. Uh, and the other, really, it was just a, a comment, you know, you were talking around um, how we kind of manage this. And I think, absolutely, I agree. I think it, it is a self-managed thing and, and having that level of self-awareness enables you to to embrace your limits, to understand where you are, but also having the right to then or the permission to to speak up about it. Um, you know, typically that we all know as as women, there's a there's a phase that we really shouldn't be making decisions because you know they they are highly emotive or more emotive than than what we are typically used to. And I think it's okay or or just learning to be okay with those those points and and actually deferring and say you know. I'm not going to be making a decision today. I'm going to discuss this later or I'm not in the best state to to perform this task right now, but I will get to it and not feel like that's going to overshadow our performance in totality. Yeah, definitely. There's a whole, um, you know, psychological safety element here that workplaces need to really consider too so that, um, yeah, women, you know, feel 
feel included around their menstrual cycles and, and not going to be ostracized because they're going through a certain phase of their cycle. So, Karen, the other company I was thinking of was Future Super, which is an Australian superannuation um, company, and they have introduced a paid menstrual leave policy, um, and that includes six days of menstrual and menopause leave per year, um, which is separate from their personal and sick leave. And they've seen a significant uptake um, from companies' employees uh, within that. So. That was introduced in January um, this year, I think it was, 2021. Fantastic. I um, think it's been quite a long journey from when we won the, the right to vote to the point of talking about menstrual cycles and, and work. So I think that's really incredible and, and very progressive. So fantastic. Excellent. So guys, we've come to kind of, you know, wrapping up um, our episode two. And, and really just, you know, how women, being a woman is, is truly a gift. Any, any last, you know, remarks on this and how we, how we use this gift as well to our full potential? So it's really, you know, I guess for me, it's just, it's appreciating, you know, again, that untapped potential within us. You know, I've got my own story of trying to mask my periods for my whole whole life up until this point. And, you know, I just, I reflect back and think, wow, if I had this information back 20 years ago, imagine what I could have done with it. But um, for me as well, you know, the key thing that I want to take too is teaching my daughter about her body too. So again, it's that um, untapped potential for me, but also for her as well. Yeah, look, and similar to that, I think for me, it's, um, you know, I'm pushing, I'm, I've gone, I've hit 50 plus, and um, I often think that if I had known this information previously, um, I could have handled things or, you know, done things a little bit dif differently, but definitely for, you know, my friends that have daughters and um, just getting information out there for women that are just coming into this and giving them that information that there are a lot of options out there um, that they can naturally um, implement with themselves and actually take them through life quite favourably. Um, that's one of the big keys for me. Absolutely. I think that's really important. And I'll, I'll just add, I think, you know, for those of us with, with boys, I think it's a, a great opportunity to, to really start the conversation there for them to, to realise that there are physiological differences, not in what women can do or what they choose to do, mm. but biologically there are differences and we should be accommodating of those. So just maybe just taking the time for to educate them around this as well. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed episode two and looking forward to recording episode three. Thank Thanks, you so Karen. much.